Welcome fellow pharmacists to another episode of The First Fill. My name is Q Nguyen and I serve as the Director of Content here at APHA. So with August being National Immunization Awareness Month, we'll dive into a crucial topic that's not only relevant to routine vaccination recommendations, but public health at large. We're discussing the human papillomavirus or HPV and it's linked to cancer risk, as well as our role as healthcare providers. So to begin a quick review of HPV, it is a common group of viruses transmitted through skin-to-skin -skin contact, often through sexual activity, and there are over 100 different types of HPV viruses. So infection is very common, so common that eight out of 10 people will get HPV at some point in their lives. There is no treatment for HPV and we rely heavily on preventative measures. So what's truly significant, for us to really consider and understand is the link between HPV and cancer risk. With various types of the virus being low risk, which can cause no signs or symptoms or potentially warts to those that are high risk. The high risk virus types can cause several different cancers with HPV 16 and 18 being responsible for most HPV related cancers. Specifically, when we hear about it, we really we think about the cancer risk for women um, in regards to cervical cancer. Generally, HPV is thought to be responsible for over 90% of anal and cervical cancers, roughly 75% of vaginal cancers, and more than 60% of penile cancers. But unfortunately, it doesn't stop there. Did you know that HPV is associated with certain types of throat cancers? This includes oropharyngeal cancers, which affect the back of the throat, base of the tongue, and tonsils. While tobacco and alcohol have traditionally been associated with oral cancer, recent research suggests that approximately 70% of oropharyngeal cancers could be connected to HPV. Meaning if there were 100 cases, again, arbitrary number here, 100 cases of oropharyngeal cancers, that occurred in 2023, roughly 70% or 70 cases were due to HPV. An interesting and concerning trend is that these cancers are affecting younger populations and being diagnosed in those ages between 40 and 60. Of course, there are those younger and of course, um, on the higher end of that spectrum as well. As pharmacists, we can have a huge impact in preventing HPV-related cervical and oral cancers. One of the most powerful tools that we have is simply knowledge dissemination. So first and foremost, we can definitely educate our patients about HPV as vaccines that are highly effective options in preventing cancer. Let's shift away from sexual health and focus on general health, again, cancer prevention. For example, we can definitely share the HPV vaccine could prevent more than 90% of cancers caused by HPV from ever developing. By sharing these actual facts, um, it's helpful for us to make sure that we remind ourselves of the different misconceptions that do exist, um, vaccine hesitancy concerns, addressing those with evidence-based information and creating a safe space to discuss this is paramount. Now, the national recommendations for adolescents are for them to be vaccinated before they become sexually active, offering the best protection against cervical and oropharyngeal cancers. It's important, it's just as important for males as it is for females, because again, women can develop cancers in the mouth and throat, anal cancers in general, or it's just as men can. 
So vaccination not only protects yourself, but would reduce the spread of HPV that causes cancer to other people. The vaccine series is recommended for girls and boys starting at the age of 11 or 12, but can be given as early as nine years old, all the way up to 26 years of age. But remember, the vaccine can actually be given to adults between the ages of 27 up to 45 who did not receive all vaccine doses earlier. While the adults in this age group benefit less from the vaccine due to the more likely exposure that they've already had in life, um, it's definitely still an option and something worth considering. Uh, so aside from promoting safe sexual practices, that's another topic for another day, y'all. Um, aside from that, by really sharing accurate information about HPV, its cancer risk, we can empower individuals, patients, adolescents, young adults, those that are college bound, to take preventative measures. And this includes not just vaccinations, but also screenings for cancer risk. And there you have it. Hopefully these key highlights um, assist you in reinforcing your practice with information for cancer prevention. Until next time, happy listening.